This is an episode that uh, the audience has demanded uh, for many months now. Uh, we get a lot of mail that uh, people are upset that some of their favorite segments have been forgotten um, by Stoff, the producer of the podcast. Yeah, uh, It's mostly his, his fault. Um, Can't we just blame Lester? He's not here. <laughs> well, I think the, the deal with the looper is, I think, and I don't know that they actually miss the segments that much because... We don't really know what we're doing in them. I think they miss the theme songs, very maybe good. that Le- Lester put so much effort into. And so, what we thought we'd do here on this uh, podcast, one thing we're not going to do, we're not going to talk about anything that happened in the past week. Okay, mm-hmm. we're going to completely yeah. avoid the news from January the eleventh, thirteenth to the twentieth. Off, is that yeah. correct? I'm I'm not reading anything between. No. What if, a, but what if a meteor was going to hit the planet between January 30th, 17th? Like it was probably going to hit on the 22nd, and then we did this podcast and we didn't mention well, it. Well, speaking of meteors, I uh, have this brings us to our first <laughs> segment Puppies Hypothetical. The movie I watched last night. <laughs> All right, Puffy, just come clean, okay? We or our homework this week on our text chat was to watch uh, the film "Don't Look Up." Don't look up. Yeah, don't look and, up. Which is uh, and you, you, what happened? Well, it was a little bit of a late ask, I, I will say <laughs> um, that the, this came out that we had to watch this movie, and uh, so last night I was faced with a dilemma: was to do my homework and uh, watch the movie. Or to uh, watch the football game, which was on, and then pretend I did my homework by reading the Wikipedia version of the movie, and I chose that option. Nothing wrong with that. Stop. It was actually stop, quite stop, thorough. Stop it was quite gang. thorough. It does seem like a good movie too. It read well. It did. I like <laughs> the ending. Now, is there any point in watching a film stop or puffy after you've read the Wikipedia version? Oh, of the for, film? Sure, for sure. Like, would that be enticing? Is it like a is it like a verbal trailer? Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Which having also I did also watch the trailer. <laughs> I wanted to be able to picture who I was reading about. <laughs> and uh the trailer gave away a lot. 
There was a lot in that trailer. <laughs> as it as it always does. Yeah. Now what goes what don't look up. I was gonna call it what goes up. <laughs> don't look up uh is a movie about a satire about uh today basically and it's a basically a takeoff of the uh the meteor movies of back in the day what were they armageddon deep armageddon impact but really how how people would react in today's world where they wouldn't actually believe it was happening because it would be fake news that's a fair and it's very well inconvenient to actually believe what's actually happening i think is the and i actually believe this movie is probably quite accurate to an extent as to the way that people would react it's Yes, I mean, I think it puts it a lot more face value, like uh, in the the movie's a lot more honest where people would just purposely look away, where in real life, I think people try to disguise those motives a little bit more, but it's still right. the same. Right. That's certainly so anyway, how I read it. Motivations. So did we just do what you watch it in the middle of Buffy's hypotheticals? Did yeah, we just have two, two things come together? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So what's your hypothetical based on the movie you (laughs) read on on Wikipedia? I read on Wikipedia. So my hypothetical is you're making a deal with the devil, like the real devil. And he says that the the real devil says that you will get Jeff Bezos type money, but not like in like stop auctions or like crypto. It's like liquid $700 billion now. But in return for this, in the next 30 years from now, a meteor that is heading towards Earth, it's called a planet killer. I read that on <laughs> that's what they Media. called it in the movie, right? <laughs> yeah. A planet killer part, right? is coming for the Earth. Okay. Mm-hmm. In 30 years, nothing you can do to well, hold on. So anytime within the 30 years or no, no, 30 years. 30. 30 years from the time you collect that money, this is coming towards you. But <laughs> that's an oh, awkward no. freeze. Like, that's an awkward freeze right but there. if you, okay, okay, if the world they they can be a, there's a fifty percent chance of success. Hold on a second. You keep freezing. So oh. finish the sentence. Okay. So in thirty years, the meteor is going to thirty years. The meteor yeah. is coming. Yeah, love it. The planet killer. Now, <laughs> if the world comes together. It will take 25 years for them to solve this problem, but there's only a 50% chance they'll solve the problem. So will you take this deal? Because you're going to have to come clean within five years that you made a deal with the devil causing the world this problem. Oh, you have to tell oh, the world. Oh, that's a twist. Yeah, well, otherwise the world's not going to know about it. Well, right? they'll murder you like in the purge. It'll be a single person purge. But, but do you think that will happen or will? Well, they look at it as you setting, bringing the world together by giving them you know, this problem. You know, you know what's funny about this hypothetical and the way your mind works is I thought the hypothetical was just going to be purely you get the money for 30 years or, mm-hmm. or the planet can be saved. But in your head, that wouldn't even be a logical hypothetical because, of course, you're taking the money. Yeah. So you had to add the caveat that you would be exposed in five yeah, years. Yeah. You're going to go. Why would no one not take the money to 100%. save the world? 30 years, you have a great 30 years, and who cares what happens? But no, you have to now live with the, the shame, the public shame that you made this deal with the devil. I'm not doing it. That's a tough one, man. Yeah. Really? Well, of course not. I don't want the guy to be the guy who I don't care how much money I have. I'm not going to be the guy who ended the planet. So basically, my- for 20 years, people would look at you as the biggest on earth. 
well, think you should yeah. say puffy like more like fit like for 20 years you live the life and then the last 10 years people look at you as the biggest no, no, that no. makes it more you of a quandary five good five good years where you can live carefree but then you're gonna have to take a leadership role and step up and bring the world together by telling them about this problem that we now have to solve because you put them in that little bit of a pickle now, can you barter with the devil a little bit and say take half yes. the money? Yes, you can. Or a seventy-five percent chance of. Well, you can't barter money. with the devil, but you could barter with God. Because if there's a devil, there's also going to be a God, which yes. you've also cre- cleared that up for everyone. Facts. So that's a that's a check mark in the good books for you. Right. And so you could make a deal with God, say offer him two hundred billion to make this problem go away. Thus, you're up. God, God really billion. needs that money. <laughs> uh, he could do a lot of good with that 200 billion. I think this is fair to say. <laughs> you guys you don't ha- think. <laughs> when did you actually dream this up? <laughs> On my way driving home from the cottage. <laughs> but I actually think that it would be something that would be worthwhile doing. Because what makes people come together more than if we're all going to die? COVID hasn't done that. No, that's I, is, I'm actually. This is going to bring everyone together to solve so that problem. I think if you watched the movie, mm-hmm. you'd understand a little bit more how us working together for 20 years would lead us to nowhere because that was literally the point of the movie. And uh, See, yeah, if we had 20 years to come up with a solution to a planet ending problem, we'd kill each other within 10. You think so? Oh, a hundred percent. There's the world will never come together for a common cause. That's the one thing well, I learned well, through the pandemic. We've already never uh, not ever. to get not to get political, but we've already been there through climate change. We do have a planet-ending cause. Well, and, and in the end, that's we what are this no movie closer is. to solving it. Really, but that is actually what the movie's about: is climate change, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. But, it is but, for the most but part. climate change. Some people think could... it's COVID, but the movie was actually written prior to the pandemic. So, oh, really? Because I, I, I thought there were, I thought there were references to COVID. They may have filmed the movie during uh, once COVID started, but the entire thing was written prior to November of 2019. So right, right, yeah. I, I I got that it was about climate change, but I thought that some of the references in there. I think there's some things that some people will obviously be drawn to that way because it's such a it feels like a very obvious comparison, but right, it's meant to right. be climate change. Right. But the thing is, with climate change, there are some benefits to climate change, right? Because yeah, like, like, we, look you know, outside, you get some, you get some better weather sometimes <laughs> yeah. in the winter. Where yeah. with something like the meteor coming, there's no positive benefits, only negativity, which brings the positivity, Unless you're which an brings artist. the people together. I think if you, you know, if you were a good communicator, the news conference that you would hold five-year point to the 10-year point or whatever it is, Puffy, mm-hmm. if you could sell them on the fact that you made a mistake, you know, yeah. America in particular is the land of second chances, right? People I would have somehow... my shortcomings on this. I would. Right. So people always, you know, they, they do something horrendous and they get on the cover of People magazine, how they've changed and then everybody loves them again. So maybe you could pull that off so and then you'd be a win-win. For people to love you again, they ask you to donate all the money you got into the cause of saving the world. You got to do would, it. Then. I would donate $500 billion for Yeah, sure. you, you just bury a little bit on the Why? side that they don't know about, well, that's right? the thing. Then what's the whole point of going through the entire thing? Well, because I got they had five amazing I years. Got, I got $700 billion to do it. <laughs> so I'm up $200 billion. <laughs> Maybe. I would um, do it. That's uh, that's Puffy hypotheticals. Would you party with like me? That. Would you party with me? Oh, absolutely, yeah. In the first five years? Yeah. 
Do we know? We know the situation. You like, don't we're know. Like confident. I pull you. I pull you aside in like year four and a half, and I say I might have done something wrong. I might have an issue here. After four and a half years of parting with you, I probably will have come to that conclusion. <laughs> the way I'm, I, uh, Jimmy, I might have an issue here. <laughs> would 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 you forgive me? No, you wouldn't forgive me. <laughs> But I told depends, you I did I guess something it wrong. Depends how much you brought us along for the good times. Oh, you have plenty of good times. I don't know, buddy. I don't know. I I think that personally, I can't handle. I I maybe I'm just uh, have I'm thin skin to. Uh, I couldn't handle the world hating me. No matter how much really? fun I had for five years, I couldn't handle that. You know, short news cycle. It wouldn't last very long. <laughs> End of the world. You, you do have You're the, probably devil, right, though. the devil helping you out, by the way. Guy exactly. makes deal with devil causes end of world. And we would forget about it in 24 hours. It would be, yeah. Exactly. The, the, the next headline would be like uh, 90 day fiance woman sells farts in jars. Yeah. That would completely exactly. dominate the news. That would be my fiance you're talking about. <laughs> hey, uh, Stoff did a whole list of hypotheticals here. Do you want to do one more before we move on to the other segments? Or should Let's we move on to all these other segments we mm. haven't done? Which one do you like here, Stoff? Which, I like, oh. would you visit Jurassic Park if it was real? Mm, I think that is a good one. Yeah. Now, I, is it the Jurassic Park in the original Jurassic Park with all the clear faults in the security system? Well, it's not clear faults, but you're going to a park where they resurrect the dinosaurs and you don't know what they actually... You know, see, I, I think my tendency is always to believe that people are, are smarter than they are in, in security. So I would probably go thinking I would be safe. You know, I think oh, they figure they figure that stuff out. Right. I wouldn't go on the first day of Jurassic Park. I think that's we've seen from the movies. That's a mistake. Yes. Right. But the first I would, weekend, I'd, I'd let it be open for a month. I want it to be, I want the T-Rex exhibit to be, but I want those T-Rexes to be trained, you know, like the dolphins. <laughs> but say, say, say you wait a month and then all of a sudden, like two weeks in, everyone got killed in the massive uh, killings by the dinosaurs. You missed well, out. I, I, did I really miss out? But if, if you're there week one, you would have had a great time. You would have said like, you should go bring the family. It's for everyone. And then, you know, so you would have had a, an awesome, you would have missed out on that experience. It's a good, it's a good point by you, Puff. It's a good point. I'm, I'm still, I'm going to Jurassic Park if it's real, for sure. I love the dinosaurs. And it's in Costa Rica think, too, right? Do you think, okay, it's one more question to this. Do you think, there was a recent discovery, I will butcher this as I butcher most things in the news. Of Is this about some, the moon again? No, it's some, like they did, they did do some sort of Jurassic Park-ish type thing in in cloning some sort of dinosaur egg or something really uh, they 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 actually i did read a news story that they did something now i'm not saying that they've created dinosaurs but i just they took another step in the chain you heard it so here. here's the thing if we were to live for another hundred years do you think and forget the ethics of bringing dinosaurs we might only back, have 30. do you think they will be able to bring the dinosaurs <laughs> back in the next hundred years yeah, I think so. Probably. I mean, we have the we have the ability to clone now, don't we? Yeah, but you can't close with something from millions of years ago. Like I, I don't really the the science of Jurassic Park is probably a little sketchy. But do you think that you know the progress that is being made? We have the ability to clone sheep and things right now, right? Mm -hmm. So, do you think in a hundred years you would be able to bring dinosaurs back if you wanted to? I think so. yeah, I think so. But it's just should we? That's what they say. Well, they, the definite answer is there, yes. There's some Clearly. people who believe that the Flintstones actually happen in the future. 
Whoa. Let's start. Dinosaurs come back, mess everything up for some reason. We have to run with our feet to drive cars, but... It's a minor that's setback heavy. for uh, pet dinosaurs. That's, that's heavy. Imagine that's having heavy a right there. If the dinosaurs came back, though, would we would we be able to live with them, or would we all die? <laughs> well, that's the... Did you, did you read... I don't want to do a spoiler alert here, but did you... Uh, you live with did, you, did your did your Wikipedia thing of the uh, the movie? Did it get yeah. to the last scene of the movie? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! It said that uh, some aliens uh, eat the president and stuff. Yeah, oh, I guess yeah, they're aliens. I, I kind of thought of them as dinosaurs. Didn't you stop? They're they're alien creatures on another planet, but they very much resemble dino resemble dinosaurs. Resemble oh, dinosaurs. Okay. Right, okay. right, right. Um, okay, let's get to another. Uh, uh, we have so many segments that we haven't done for such a long time today. Uh, we've teased this for ages, so uh, why don't we do uh, Jimmy's Summer Adventures? Jimmy's Summer Adventures, what can we say? Just about every single day, he had a good time, and everything was fine. So I guess you could say the summer was a beauty. Uh, what on the previous episode of Jimmy Summers Adventures did we do one? Did we do an episode or just talk about this thing? And we did. <laughs> we we did one. It was your very expensive Uber ride back. Yeah, the Uber. Oh, that was on season uh, season seven episode I, so, one. Yes, and I actually had a follow up question that I meant to ask you. Okay, it's because you said that when you guys got in the car, you said, "Hey, what will it take for you to get us to Toronto?" And he gave you the price of X amount. And then, uh, yeah, and then about a half, uh, I don't know, a couple hours in, Brooksy made the discovery, like, "Hey, do you have driver guy? Do you have your passport on you?" And you right. realized he would not be able to get you to that final destination. Was right. there a price adjustment made? Uh, no, there was not. Um, except that I had to pay $400 more to get a car to come to Buffalo to get me. Mm. So there was not. That's a good question. Mm. And the funny thing is, is that so the Uber driver saves two hours, four hours round trip, right? Because he drops me in Buffalo. Mm -hmm. But he was deeply disappointed that he didn't get to take us all the way. He wanted to complete the trip for the story. Oh. And also because mm. I guess he'd only been to Canada once or something like that. So he he desperately wanted to take me all the way to Aurora. I was quite disappointed. He couldn't, even though it saved him four hours. Interesting. Nice. Isn't it? Hmm. That's that's how good a, yeah. good of a guy that guy was. Really good. Uh, Jimmy Summers Ventures, why don't we do my, uh, my hole-in-one? I haven't talked about it in a while. Uh, Jimmy loves golf, as you know. A lot of people ask, what, tell me your hole-in-one story. This is not a Terrific story, but I'll, I'll tell you, Puffy probably has already heard it. Stuff hasn't. Um, so I get up, I'm not even, you know, I, most days I get up intending to play golf to the, uh, this is the day I wasn't even going to play golf. And then my, my buddy, Brad texts me and says, I got a match. I need a match buddy. Cause in golf, uh, some, this is kind of what I found out about. I've only been in like the little clubby atmosphere the last five years is like club championships, right? And you play matches leading up to it. And the guys are very insecure and they want a match buddy there because if there's some sort of controversial ruling, they want to have a guy on their side or if they're not playing well, they want to have a buddy to say, Hey, let's go puffy, pick it up out there. Right? Really? Oh, I didn't so, know. Sorry. So you're not on their team. Actually, you're more, it's a, it's a singles, them. it's a singles match. So basically for, for it's not club championships, but it's like match play. So basically you draw, I draw puffy in my match. Uh, we call each other. We figure out a day to play our match against each other. And then there's two other spots in the foursome. So 
You could get two other guys to play or each guy could bring a buddy. Mm -hmm. So Brad's like, I need a match buddy today. I got a big match today. So I'm like, I got stuff to do. I wasn't going to golf today. Fine. I'll come out, come out. And, uh, Brad's in the match. The other guy's got a match buddy too. I, uh, hit my tee shot into the woods on one and take a triple. I hit my tee shot into the water on two and make a double. So now I'm five over and on, on our golf course, Kings riding after the third hole, you can leave and go to the parking lot. And I was ready to go. Really? And not, not that I'm not a sour golfer, but I'm just like, I didn't want to play anyway. I had all the stuff I had to do. Now I'm five over through two. Uh, I bogey three. So now I'm six over. I'm like, Oh God, this is just a disaster. Par four. So I'm six over through four. I decide I'm not going to stick around for my buddy. Got to give him. So these guys are in their match. Fifth hole, downhill, par three, back pin, 128 yards. Jimmy hits a shot. Good shot. But it's a weird, sunny, still morning. Can't really see. Can't really see anything. So these other guys, oh, good shot. They all hit the shots. And, and uh, none of them are on the green. So they all go. they all go down. And Jimmy's walking down and going, I'm not really thinking about it. I'm thinking that was a pretty good shot. But then I get up and there's no balls on the green. And I'm like, it's a pins right at the back. So I go, oh, there's a back bunker. I said, I must have hit it in the back bunker. And But these guys aren't even paying attention because they're looking for their balls. And just as I'm walking up towards the bunker, I carry my bag. I see my, my ball mark, pretty significant ball mark, like two feet in front of the hole. So right away, my heart like kind of jumps a little bit. I should say that I've never, I've played golf since I was like 15 years old, I took a break when I had a bunch of kids, but I've never really come close to a hole in one. I've had like balls like six inches away, but I've never had that one like right off the stick or hanging on the edge. And I kind of convinced myself I would never get one. It just wasn't my destiny to get a hole in one. Just, you know, it wasn't, wasn't meant to be, even though I have lots of golf left ahead of me. So, so I see this, uh, this mark two feet in front of the hole and I'm like, ooh, like the, the, there's a, enough, if you're not a golfer, there's enough of a dent in the grass to know there's, I don't know how that ball would have carried over the green. And then, so I peek in the hole and see my ball. And I, I have to admit, I lost, like it was embarrassing how I lost it. I let out a, a primal scream of like, it's like deep in my body, like, like this. And I just started running around the green. And these guys, I guess, kicked in what had happened. And they, you know, they got pretty excited for me too. But the, like for those 10 or 15 seconds, I was like a complete and utter moron. And I'm a pretty calm guy in life. I don't really get excited yeah. about things too often. And uh, yeah, but it was like, I was so excited. But then as soon as all that happens, you take your little pictures with the ball and everything <clears> you always do when you get a hole in one. Now I'm like, I got to keep the scoreboard. That's another thing you do when you get a hole in one. This is my scorecard, but I'm still four over. Yeah. through five holes so I, I can't shoot 95 or something on the day I got a hole in one right so instead of like being relaxed oh you got a hole in one I felt like the pressure pressure ratcheted up because now I had to play mm. and get a decent score for my score now that's internal pressure but anyway I played great the rest of the day I screwed up on 18 or I would have shot 78 I ended up shooting 80 which is pretty good when I was six over through three holes uh, but uh, so, yeah, hole in one story so oh, sorry. You got to buy drinks for everybody. One more thing. You got to buy drinks for everybody. That's the rule when you get a hole in one, except if you're with Club Link, it's covered. So it's actually covered for an hour. Uh, it was a middle of the week day. We got to the, the patio. There was one other, one other guy. 
one other guy in the patio and the four of us. So my drink tally was like 30 bucks anyway. Two questions. Uh, first one, you can't see the, was the green obscured from the tees? Like you yeah. couldn't see it? It's uh, it's like a downhill. If you were standing on the tee box, most of the time you can see it. But the time of day it was, just the way the sun was pointing, mm-hmm. it just was kind of in your eyes. So you couldn't see. Couldn't make out exactly what happened. Yeah. And even though it's okay. only 130 yards away, you just couldn't make it out. And the okay. other thing you said, Club Link covers the drinks if you get a hole in one? So part of your Club Link fee, and again, Club Link for any of our listeners who don't know is a company that owns about a couple hundred golf courses. And so you can play different golf courses when you're a member of Club Link. Mm-hmm. They, so part of the fee you pay every year is hole-in-one insurance. You're paying hole-in-one insurance for everybody. So if somebody gets a hole-in-one and it's validated by witnesses or whatever, the next hour, I believe, uh, in the you know the restaurant or the on the patio, everybody gets I think one drink. Anything else you would have to cover yourself. But it's validated for by the guys in your own foursome. Mm-hmm. Correct. It can't be. So, it can't be BS. So why not every time you get back to the clubhouse, well, you're like, well, hey, you uh, Jimmy just hit a hole in one. Yeah. Puffy just hit a hole in one. Yeah. Well, you, you know, funny story. Another friend of mine this year, uh, I don't want to identify him because in case the other friend listens to the pod or something, um, but basically a younger gentleman in his Mm -hmm. 20s and uh, his friend got a hole in one. And so I saw it posted on Instagram. Like I saw the shot first hole in one and I'm like, wow, that's impressive. And, uh, so I, I, I picked up the phone and called the guy and it's like, so your buddy got a hole in one. He's like, yeah, I, I got to tell you the story, man. He, he didn't really get one. And I'm like, what? <laughs> he goes, he, he teed off and he hit like a, he is like a hole over water. He just completely hit a worm burner into the water. And so he just reloaded and, and, and got a hole in one. And so they got up to the green and, and and he's like, ah, sorry, buddy. Yeah, it's that's a great three, but too bad. And he goes, screw this. I'm counting it. Yeah. And <laughs> and counted it, and and <laughs> it's funny. It was eating away at my friend mm-hmm. to yeah. the point where a few weeks later at a party, he went up to him and said, and it's his it's his best friend. Oh wow. Said, he said, so this would be equivalent of like you know me and one of you guys, and I'd be I'd be like. Hey, Puff, uh, I can't, you can't keep telling people you got the hole in one, buddy. It's bugging me. You didn't get the hole in one. And he's like, screw that. I did. No <laughs> I would what, be like, you, you, know, that. You, you know who your buddy is? He's literally the definition of what people say to someone when they go, wow, you must be fun at parties. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, let, well, okay. like I, I understand by the rules of the game and all that. It's not a hole in one. And on the score sheet, you should count three or whatever. Yeah. But the fact that this guy hit it off the tees into the hole and he's going to tell people he got a hole in one. I don't think that. I don't know. I, I, be, I think I'd be the same way. It would bother me. And that's just being a golf guy. It would really bother me. Because it, it's, a, it's integrity, right? I know, but okay, buddy, I, I've golfed up there and you know very well that every single golfer has their own different integrities. Yeah. Different guys count things very differently. I know. So so different... I'm just talking about I'm just talking about my own personal. Yeah. Life. Right, right. Right. Sure. I would understand, like I would I don't think it would I would let it eat away at me, but like but it would yeah, you know, it would bother it would bother me so I would think differently of the person somewhat. 
Sure, because of how much they were telling people, I guess? Correct. Anyway. Yeah, I, I know personally I couldn't do it. It would eat away at me that I did that shot, but it was my third off the tee. Oh, it would drive me crazy. Drive me it's the it's 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 worst nightmare. Well, what, well nightmare why can't – you can also tell the story that way. Oh, I would just say like – I, I, Like, I, I got, got a hole-in-one, but technically not really. I got the best par of my it life. Doesn't, it doesn't make that shot any less impressive. Don't you no. think it's a it's a better story in a way? A lot of people I get holes so. in one, yeah. but to get it, it on is. your third, it, it is like, yeah. and I think I'd laugh about it more, right? But, yeah, but it would drive me nuts. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but it, I mean, the, it, you're no better of a golfer if you get the hole in one legit, and then you go on the next hole, and then you plunk three into the water there and count right. it. Right. You know, right. So. right. Right. Uh, anyway, uh, Jimmy Summers Ventures back after a. Uh, uh, about a three, I, four months. I can hiatus. honestly tell why people have been fiending for this segment. Yeah, this was I would just, see delivered. It. just delivered. Yeah. Uh, how about um, Urban Dictionary? Oh, is that Ooh, back? How about it? Uh, Urban Dictionary. Someone uh, said this to me the other day, um, uh, beef or biscuit. Do you know what that is? Say it again. Beef or biscuit. B for biscuit. You can't look it up, Javi. Are you looking it no, up? No, right no, 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 no. I'm trying to think. As in the letter B, B for biscuit. I have no idea. What that oh, is. B for biscuit. I thought you said beef or biscuit. Like no, B, B for biscuit is apparently, do you guys want to have a guess first? I mean, uh, beef or biscuit would be. It's a very useful someone, thing on this podcast, by the way. So we may want to use it going. So forward. if someone uh, misunderstands something, I guess you correct them and say, "No, that's B as in biscuit." Or no, I, I don't think there's a good hint in here that's going to give you the idea what it is. Okay. Uh, I don't. It's and it's it's an unfair kind of an unfair uh, urban <laughs> dictionary because okay. I don't think there's there's nothing in beef or biscuit that would would clue into what it is. So you're just going to have to have pure guesses. Puffy, what's your guess? Um, I don't know. So it is the uh, ending statement of a pointless argument. So if we're, if we're, if we're arguing about something stupid on this podcast mm-hmm. and uh, somewhat we decide for it to be over, I say beef for biscuit. And then you say beef for biscuit and it's gone. Kind of like okay. a, uh, what was the, what's the old one of, uh, what was the girl's name? Adios, Helena, or whatever it was. What is it? Oh, uh, good, uh, from, <laughs> from See you, Ramona. Uh, goodbye, Ramona. Uh, oh, goodbye, bye, uh, Leticia. No, no, from, uh, oh, God, that's terrible. Sayonara. It's from Straight Outta Compton. Kadisha. Goodbye. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. It's not from Straight Outta Compton. Yeah, it is. It's from next Friday, buddy. It's from next Friday. Or from Friday. Oh, Friday. Okay. Bye, Felicia. Straight Outta Compton. It's from Boys in the Hood. Yeah, it's not from Boys in the Hood. Stop (laughs) naming Ice Cube movies. It's, uh, but they use it in Straight Outta Compton. Yeah, definitely. Because Ice Cube was in the original. B for Biscuit is in Straight Outta Compton. That's how they end the gang war. Yeah, <laughs> that's how the Crips and Bloods put their beef for biscuit, boys. <laughs>
Uh, you got so any more there, go. Jimmy? Oh, Sorry, yeah. Jimmy. I got, how about... Um, uh, Are these all coming a from your kids? Oh. A-hole or A-OK? No, no, hold on. I, we're still doing Urban. I mean, do you have oh. any more? Oh, you, no, yeah. I have any more. You got another one? I, I have one. Oh, well, okay, needed nice. the, We needed the looper. Yeah, see, the looper's not here. We, we just keep going. No, all right, go ahead. I got I to gotta fetch a ball for Hugo while you're, oh. while you're telling it. Totally. Go ahead. So our Urban Dictionary <laughs> term for this particular one is Urban Dictionary. What does Whoa. Urban Dictionary define Whoa. Whoa. as on Urban Dictionary? Whoa. Whoa. Well, I guess it's just the dictionary of the street. Yeah. It's lingo for the hip lingo for the kids. Slang. Like, see, like, like what I say, adios, Kadisha. Adios, <laughs> Kadisha. <laughs> Sayonara, Sam. All right. <laughs> On Urban Dictionary, Urban Dictionary is defined as a site where it's a challenge to find one subject where no one talks about sex. And then the example given is me looks up cookie. Definition, a woman's <laughs> me. Okay. Looks up Kelly Clarkson. Definition, a fun young piece of <laughs> that I do some naughty things to if we met. Looks up herbal essences. Definition, the act of Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> of course, yeah. urban you dictionary. To, you, need course. Beef, you need to beef <laughs> oh, yeah. some of that. Uh, but beef for biscuit is not sexual. It's just the end no. of an argument. Oh, biscuit sounds for you. I know it sounds I'm dirty. gonna type in biscuit right now and see what comes up on urban dictionary. <laughs> All right. Okay, I hit enter. What's going on here? Oh, oh I spelled biscuit wrong. That's not good. Uh biscuit is simply uh, uh the definition is what you risk it for. Because you know you risk, risk it to get for the, the biscuit. biscuit. Yeah, you got to risk it to get the biscuit. So risk it to get the biscuit. I like it. Um, um, are we? Oh done wow! It's also a bump of cocaine, apparently. Cocaine and a, a biscuit or booty. Yeah. So. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I I sort of got. I'm not making this up. I just typed in Duffy into the Urban Dictionary. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> Racist white dude. Please type it in and read it to me. <laughs> All right. Duffy. <laughs> Wait a second. A predator who assaults and harasses specific women in safe environments with oh, no man. given motive besides <laughs> sadism. Who's often affiliated with a gang of friends who are potentially as deranged as him. It's fair. <laughs> Using a sentence, this Duffy stalked, harassed, and touched me in college for no reason with his construction course pals goading him on. Yeah, Mark Ward and those thugs. <laughs> How is that in there? <laughs> the, the worst People part is it's posted by assault victim. <laughs> That's the person's <laughs> user. Okay, so Duffy is a big Jimmy because it would have had both names if it was Jimmy. Yeah, that's right. Jimmy would have Duffy been is very okay, big. Sorry, Jimmy, there's one that's not as incriminating. If you scroll down to the next definition, it's just a human being that is ugly and desperate. So we'll <laughs> that's, that's, that's more that fitting. <laughs> that is definitely more fitting. That one that's what like. the Ottawa Duffies are all about. <laughs> Hold on, Duffy also in Australian slang for sh I'm gonna snap <laughs> off a Duffy. <laughs> so I'm either predator. <laughs> I, I have predator, an ugly, an ugly dude, or poopsie. Okay, so Jimmy, I ask you this: of those three, what would you rather be? <laughs> I think I already picked the ugly, uh, ugly guy. The ugly, I don't think what that's was it? Ugly, desperate, <laughs> ugly and desperate. Yeah. Oh boy, that's uh, 
That's a little terrifying. Please don't any of our listeners don't you don't use don't use that. That's I think we got a killer dictionary now. Hold Do on, let's see. Pull a Duffy. Do not Hold on, pull let's a see. Duffy. Let's see what Puffy is. <laughs> now, now I'm going down a road. <laughs> There's a rabbit hole there. Known Puffy. to so, known to associate <laughs> with Duffies. Puffy, Puffy means three words here: huge friggin' nipples. Oh, that is true. <laughs> 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 and uh since we're here oh rub- i typed in rubber boots you get, we'll do mm-hmm. stuff in a second rubber boot is a condom i want to talk about condoms without my parents noting well call them rubber boots so makes a lot of sense oh, wow. does this thing freeze up on you a little bit uh, you guys don't want to know what a hot rubber boot is <laughs> okay uh stuff stuff see what we got here Stoff is another word commonly used for oh, eat, stoff, and die. Oh, you guys are a couple of heads. I have to go drop a stoff. <laughs> if my dad finds out what word. we did, I'll be in deep stuff. <laughs> and finally, oh wow, Lester. there's another one. A Lester. Lester. Oh, of course. Stoff is what was Puffy again? Was handsome. It, Big nipples. Big nipples. Big nipples. I am like all sorts of horrible things. <laughs> Lester, very handsome and outgoing. No <laughs> Tends way. to be a very wealthy man who's good with pets and children. Well, that's not yeah. true. <laughs> and who sums up all subjects. <laughs> there are many times when his heart has been broken, but that doesn't stop him from trying to find that special person to Andy. fill the void in his heart. Also has a tendency to be able to close loops during open-ended oh. conversations. <laughs> Fascinating. Hold on. I, I found something interesting scrolling down on Stoff here. Now, Stoff spelled S-T-O-F-F-E is apparently a golf term. Ooh. Oh. Do you know what a Stoff in golf would be? It's when you uh, actually get uh, a hole in one. You get one a in hole in one shots. on a third shot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Close. Uh, a verb when a golfer strikes the ball from the tee without ever landing on or near the fairway. So that's they've literally named this after me. Nice. <laughs> um, okay, we got to move along here. Uh, there's a hockey game to be done tonight. Uh, so let us get to uh, a hole or a hole. Is it a So uh, Brooksy's down in the in the Turks and Caicos, and nice. um, she she calls me the first night, and she says uh, the guy in the room next to her, the Waimara, is uh, uh, teaching an aerobics class in French. This okay. is at uh, this is at midnight, and so it's all she can hear is this guy. She thinks he's not taking part in the class; he's actually the teacher of oh. the class in the suite. So who do you if you're this guy? I mean, you obviously have a bunch of students depending on you getting them mm-hmm. shape wherever they are back in France or Quebec or all mm-hmm. over the world. Uh, do you have more of a responsibility to them or to Brooksy next door who's trying to get to sleep? Sorry. So you're saying the actual guy is next door. Uh, he's teaching an aerobic or class. whatever. He's teaching. Peloton, whatever. He's teaching she's, an aerobic She's sure class. it's not someone who just has one of these people on in their No, she said it's a, she it. can, she can tell it's, a, it's his real voice. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's got he's got an obligation to his clients. Yeah, especially so if it's back a, in France. I think there's I mean, a little got, a-hole in there. He's got to pay for think, that hotel he's staying at. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can go to a hotel and, and crank it up like that. You have to be respectful for the people next door. You have to plan ahead. That 
I don't know. When we were at Turks, there was people filming video, inspirational videos next door to us. That's true. No one takes sleep from my Brooksy except me. All right. You know, like oh, I know. roll over yeah. for a little cuddle. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, I think we've done, uh, done almost everything. Did you have anything else on there stuff? Uh, uh, well, we had some what you others? watchings. If we wanted to get those, we had that lost story. I don't know if people want to hear about that. Uh, Let's do that stuff because, uh, you know, this kind of feeds into segments that we forgot. So you're telling me that a couple of years ago on this pod, yes. we during the podcast, we did a story. So and then was, we, we felt was, it was inappropriate, right? Yes. This was back when you used to uh, find things you found on Twitter. It was actually things yes. Jimmy found on Twitter. Right. And one thing you found was a story that had gone viral at that point about a man and a woman who were having the uh, romantic Relations. time. Yes. Relations. And as so, his head became stuck in her area. Mm-hmm. And they her needed ha-ha. to call an, yes, <laughs> her haha. And they needed to call um, an ambulance basically to right. get him out. And right. this was something we uh, talked about on the podcast. We obviously had some fun with it. Uh, and then afterwards, you realized that this story was indeed a fake. And since Which we probably should have realized when we read it, but it yes. did go incredibly viral. Since this was a season two, uh, you still believe that there was some sort of integrity attached to this mm-hmm. podcast. Right. And hence you uh, had me edit it out. And I particularly remember this story because this was one of the most difficult edits I had to make in this podcast history. And that includes uh, Puffy's uh, lot. at the Masters. Right. <laughs> We've started. No way. <laughs> Uh, and we wove, we wove, we must have wove the story. Hundred percent. The, the story happened very early in the pod, and I'm yes. not kidding you. Every single minute, there was some sort of callback joke, and what infuriated I still remember while I was editing was what infuriated me the most was whenever I would make the ca- yeah. callback joke. <laughs> I was just creating more work for myself. Uh, so yeah, uh, basically that was. So it. wait a That's second. Stuff is, you is, missed is... from the editing for people. Oh, okay. So the the story hasn't come back or anything. It didn't no, happen it again. Just, uh, <laughs> okay, you were just bringing people a glimpse back. behind you the giving, curtain. Uh, yeah, taking people back to what season two was like and the, the process that uh, uh, became the, the hit the hit podcast that is Rubber Boots. Yeah, when we do the uh, the Netflix series on the, the making of that'll be a that'll be an epi. Yeah. Who's gonna that'll play be like the guy ep- and the girl? Episode three. <laughs> they'll actually have to reenact it oh geez no it's a fake story um, gotta be over for sex okay let's do what you watching what you watching just between you and me what you're streaming on your tv let me see what you watching action drama comedy what you're streaming on your tv uh, jackass is coming back. I watched Jack the trailer. You sent us for trailer? Jackass mm-hmm. Forever. I have to say, like, this is pretty much the stupidest movies anywhere, but they're endlessly entertaining uh, yeah. as long as nobody yeah. gets there. Now, isn't one of the cast members passed away? Ceased? Perhaps. A few. Uh, you want, well, Johnny he O? Died in a, he died in a drinking and driving accident. Johnny O? No. Um, I think you're combining two. There's Johnny Knoxville uh, and Steve O, and they're both. Oh, Steve O. Steve O's alive still? Johnny, <laughs> I met Steve O. Steve O uh, was an in studio guest uh, when TSN 1050 first opened, like within the oh, first nice. couple oh. of weeks. I remember. Was he, was he a nice, was he normal? 
he was a super nice guy. And I remember he took our show rundown, which was a couple of pieces of paper, took his shirt off and proceeded to staple it to his own chest. Oh my God. Jesus. So, like, like he's one of those guys who's like, you're like, how's he still alive? How's he alive? And, and this was, the funny thing was this was after he went. So like, he was a couple months sober at this yeah. point. Like he was just yeah. like, hey, I'm going to staple this. Remember when they uh, put it in one of the Jackass movies, they put a big hook through his mouth and yeah. put like, I don't know, like chum all over him and threw him out behind the back of a deep sea fishing boat. <laughs> yeah. Some of their stuff's disgusting. Some of it's too over the top, but a lot of it, it's so stupid, but it's funny. Like I remember it's the funny. first movie came out. I was like, I don't know, 60 yeah. years old or something. I, I, I love that. Uh, yeah. it, so this, this looks like it's going to be some fun. So it a does. couple of things I noticed from the preview, I'm going to ask which mm-hmm. one of these activities that we saw yeah. in the preview, you guys would be willing to do. There's one where Johnny Knoxville shot out of a cannon. Yes. I mean, he shot out of a cannon. He flies yeah. through the air. There's another one where there's two people wearing glass helmets with a connecting bridge almost. Yeah. And they put a tarantula. It looks like a tarantula spider yeah. in the middle. And yeah, it starts crawling towards one of them. <laughs> I could do that do for that. a lot of money. It would be honest to God. <laughs> well, tarantulas are apparently mostly harmless. Like people have them as pets, but I don't know if I can handle Do you want to take that chance though? Like yeah. that's yeah. crazy. Uh, the other one was a punch from a MMA heavyweight fighter who, by the mm-hmm. way, they tell the guy receiving the punch, it's a lightweight fighter, which I'm not sure that really matters at that point. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're getting struck by a guy who knows how to hit you or being bit by a possibly venomous snake because the guy doesn't make it clear if it's actually venomous. Oh, yeah, he goes. Eh, yeah. Eh. <laughs> it's a Texas rat snake. Venomous? <sighs> The, uh, the snake the snake would be the last one i would do the other three i would do I the would, shooting out of the cannon yeah, too. that'd be fun I, as long as there's there's like a decent net yeah. or something like that cannon i do the tarantula i do for the right price the <laughs> punch i would do for the right price yeah i think i do um, the punch too yeah the, the snake i don't know that would be a pretty good price i don't know a couple million i'd probably let it would you let it b- bite you in the private parts I think it would have to be non-venomous because even though, like, for the setup yeah, of the like movie, how many they, they couldn't allow it. They couldn't no, allow no, it. you just, you just have that like anti-venom. That. You have the anti-venom there. Yeah, yeah you have someone around to suck it out. Uh, this 100 Years, the movie, I read about this before you, you put it on here. This is mm-hmm. uh, a film written by John Malkovich, directed by Robert Rodriguez, so big-name guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but come they are not all dead. They're not releasing it for till 2100 and <laughs> 2115. The hundred year span matches the time it takes for a bottle of Louis the eighth cognac to be properly aged before it's released to consumers. Uh, and so there, the tagline, the movie you'll never see. You could, you couldn't come up with a more pretentious douchebag. hundred percent. Yeah. Like, like, like they know it too. They were drunk when they came up with this idea. I, I think it'd be hilarious if the whole movie was just a guy farting on camera or something. Yeah. Well, first of all, this is not like when John Malkovich and Robert Rodriguez are gone, which will be long before a hundred years, somebody will, if they actually made this film, somebody will just release it. Nobody's going to keep it. So they're saying the only copy is in, I believe where they make the Louis uh, Cognac. It's like locked in a seal and it will not unlock until that date. Wow. I bet you the thing will be a hit because like, like, Right now, well, who like, would we'll want to see it? Right, I we'll guess. make movies about you know uh, something that happened fifty years ago. Now they're being able to make a movie in the present 
that will then be from a hundred years. Like it'll, it'll be like pretty, it'll be a pretty cool thing. I, I'm just curious as to what the movie's about. Yeah. Like imagine it's just like a ripoff of another mystery movie or something. Like it's a right. clear ripoff of right. something else. No one a hundred years from now will remember. remember. You just do, you just do Pulp Fiction, but with a sci-fi twist. <laughs> yeah. It is true. Uh, and now this was fascinating to me because uh, I had not even heard about this. Uh, Fresh Prince. Um, so explain to me this, and I'll, I'll set it up right. for our audience. There are so, two. They're, they're done a remake of the Fresh Prince, but there is a. There are two yes. trailers. One that was done in 2019 that never actually became a show, or was that a movie? So basically, in 2019, this trailer started to circulate on the internet, and I think some people just made it independently as a mock trailer. It wasn't of an actual show or a movie that existed, uh, and they made a, basically on what if Fresh Prince was a drama and not a comedy. Oh, and so, so they and- had the. They right. had the characters in there. They had, you but know, it was a they, good trailer. Yeah, it was a great trailer. It was uh, scenes that you know would match kind of the show, match the characters, but put a serious spin on it, and it looked mm. like this, you know, gripping drama. The only reason why you're not in jail is because Uncle Phil called in a favor. It is time for a change. You're going to Bel Air to live with your uncle and your auntie. Bel Air, out of all places. This is a second chance, Will. Don't waste it. And that trailer itself is actually what inspired Will Smith to relaunch the series as that as and to make a dramatic version of his own. And oh, okay. this week is when they released the trailer for the actual show that they're making. Do you know why I'm here from Philly? Scrap on the bull court. Got nasty. Was it you? Now some bad man from Philly, he want to deal with you. Why move mountains to give you here? So here's the story. Came to Bel Air for a better education. Simple. Be patient. Give this a real chance. Uh, obviously, dr- uh, drastically different from the mock trailer version. But for me, I actually felt the mock trailer was a lot more pulled you in a little bit more it just seemed a lot uh, i don't know maybe the i watched i watched it se- i watched it second maybe which yeah. i think if i watched it first but you're right it looked a little more gritty mm-hmm. a little grittier right yeah so um if anybody hasn't seen these trailers the staff can tweet them out but mm-hmm. uh, uh the one thing that the thing that caught me most from this is like carlton is cool in, in the, the yeah, especially more so yeah. in the new one where he's like he's on a I don't know field hockey team or something and yeah he looks like but he's like he looks like he's like the cool kid the, the cool kid in school sort of thing right but at a very preppy school I think that's kind of still the point which I think right. Carlton on the show he was obviously uh, you know he was made to be this nerd this geek but at that school before Will showed up he kind of had the run he of was things. he was the yeah. guy oh he yeah was the guy. That'll be uh, that'll be interesting. I want to know in the serious movie they have to do like a Carlton dance somewhere oh, in 100%, there. hundred percent, yeah, yeah. There's there's got it. And I, I will watch. I will watch the show. I, I, I don't really. I'm not really feeling the Uncle Phil, and maybe that will grow on me a little bit. But right. it's just hard not to picture that as James Avery. Like, yeah. yeah, but it's it's well done. What it's network is this idea. on? 
Uh, I believe uh, NBC because I think it's going to be a Peacock. show that airs on Peacock. Peacock. Yeah, Peacock. Uh, did NBC have still... the original? They did. Yeah, yes. they, they yes, did. they did. Uh, and I guess that's why they teamed up with Will to do it. Uh, I mean, I hope they execute this well. I, I mean, I was a huge fan of the original series. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, the show meant yeah. a lot to me. So, and the show Before, was, hopefully was, they don't mess was it serious up. too. I mean, it was serious. Yeah, it had its too. moments, well, of course. But, yeah. but goofy sitcom serious, a very sure. special Prince Beller. We yeah. should get uh, we should get Lester's thoughts on all these things before we go. Oh, he hasn't been with us all day. Oh, that's that's embarrassing. How was your weekend? Hour, an hour in. Uh, we're I think we're probably going to be off next week. There's a possibility we'll be on, but there's a decent chance we'll be off next week because of some logistical challenges, mainly for me. Sorry, guys. Yeah. And then we'll be back afterwards uh, with season nine. That be season nine. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, hopefully, Lester again, has the theme by then. He won't know. <laughs> hopefully, we're ready to start the uh, the Gold Bar League in February, which will be on YouTube. So uh, enjoy, everybody. Thanks to our friends at BetSafe.net. I probably forgot to mention them off the top because we're so excited about getting into Puffy's hypotheticals. We haven't heard from them in ages. But uh, thanks to our friends at BetSafe, and uh, we'll see you soon here on the Rubber Boots Pod. How are you? I got a question that I really want to ask you. Wait, don't hang up. I need to know, so I'm gonna try and push my love. Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, or black, or white? Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? Do you like the dunk tank at the fair? Oh, I know, I know it's a little strange My obsession with your choice of food wearing the rain And I know that you're on TV Boots tonight?